sits in your gaming chairs comfortably and prepare yourself for the Below Average Gamers podcast. Prepare for some below par, below your expectations and below average discussion about everything games and enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to Below Average Gamers podcast. You're here with me, Dan, and you're here with Tom. Do you want to say hi? I'm not sure I can match that enthusiasm. I need energy from you and lots of it. Hello. Keep the energy high. We have a lot to make up for. We have been gone for a little while and there's a very valid reason. I unfortunately did end up with COVID. Very minimal symptoms, nothing to worry about. But unfortunately, it was disabling me to be unable to make this podcast for another week. So it's been a few weeks break. Thus, our hair is what, like substantially longer if you're watching the video. A lot longer, yeah. Barbers are still shut in England. Yep, Problems galore for me. Yep, same for me. But I've got a headset on. on, which is kind of hiding the majority yeah, of it. Yeah, that's when they're very useful. And right? if if you want to see our hair, remember you can watch it on Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> if you want wherever. To see, if you want to see our hair, it's really a oh, selling well, point both, of the podcast. Well, they're shocking pieces of hair. They people, should be shown. People, people don't come on this, listen to this show for the gaming news because they know we're not very good at reporting that. They're more interested in what's going on with our hair situation. On a yeah, no, they're basis. all barbers. Yeah, they're all just barbers, just barber fans. So yeah, welcome back. Now, interestingly, we have decided to make this episode a bit of a special episode. And the reason for that is pretty much that we, uh, during, during my time of COVID, I was obviously isolating. I was locked away. And uh, as you mentioned in the pre, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I was in a hotel room. So there wasn't really anything for me to do. And, you know, it was it was a very isolated world that I was living in. And so, mm-hmm. during this time, Tom made a very big discovery. He joined a new world of gaming, a world of gaming that I've sort of done before previously as I owned something related to it. But Tom has never really truly delved into. Tom, what was this magnificent world that you joined? This world was the virtual world, Dan, and it was mm-hmm. virtual reality. And it is amazing. Mm, yeah. That's why this whole podcast is a VR special we're mm. going to talk, we're going to dive deep into it. Mm. We're going to tell you everything we've experienced with it. And so I, I, I've got into this product about for four or five days, the Oculus Quest 2. Mm-hmm. And then I knew Dan was in isolation. I'm very good at convincing Dan to buy things. Honestly, if Tom was a salesperson is another career option. He would, like It's surreal how well he can motivate not just me but other people around him everyone just suddenly starts buying things and they don't use it a per example you made about what eight of us buy bikes i've not ridden my bike in i can't tell you how long i forgot you bought a bike yeah Yeah, i don't don't even know where my bike is and here's another example of tom making me buy something but But why ride a bike when you can do that in the virtual world i mean that's probably why i don't use the bike anymore because you have introduced me to a world where not only can i ride a bike i can ride a bike Anywhere I want. While shooting someone. <laughs> While shooting one. Anywhere I want. In the mountains, space, wherever I want to go, I can ride my bike there thanks to the virtual reality world. And yeah, as you say, Tom, it was, it was very special. Tom sold it on me and uh, the VR did help me through my lockdown time because it was an escape from the compound of my small hotel room. But yeah, you did. You 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 uh, put it out for me and then I had a VR headset, luckily, to keep me entertained. And it really did save me. And so both of us have, you know, I've had VR, PlayStation VR before. And uh, I fell in love with Oculus Quest 2 in a completely different way to what PlayStation did. And we're going to delve into all of the subjects yeah, around VR a little yeah. bit later uh, because, you know, that's that's a topic to kind of touch on a bit later. Let's not go too deep right now. But, I no. mean, the fact of the matter is that this... I mean, uh, we've been gamers for ever since I can remember. Mm. And this, to me, is the first thing that's been like, okay, we're moving on. The console, the PC era is done. Not, yeah. not yet, not yet. 
But it's coming to an end. Virtual yeah. reality will take over. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying that VR is going to dominate the that is uh, just the, crazy the gaming talk. field because just like you quite you just said to me moments ago oh i'm really enjoying just getting back to a bit of pc rainbow six gaming because there's, no, no, there's a different appeal wrong. yeah but the vr will be at that level in five ten years time where we don't have to worry about getting back to pc gaming why would you do that you'll probably be gaming on your pc in virtual reality well, that does Some bring PC up a, that you don't even own. It does bring up an interesting topic, which we're gonna, I'm going to save for a little bit later because this is meant to be an introduction. But if you haven't got the vibe here, there's no point of you, listen, you guys listening to this episode if you're not interested in VR whatsoever. But I would say oh, you should. I think that's that's wrong. Yeah, you should listen to it because we might be able to make you understand what is so special about it. Because there are some people there who don't believe. And in also, it. two weeks ago, me and Dan didn't own VR, and this is the level we're at now. Yeah, so yeah. If you and now we're experts. VR, now we know everything. Yeah, yeah, like. We've had two weeks of experience with VR. Trust us. We we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we, Absolutely. We know the serious business there. So, But uh, uh, it is crazy how the world works, how your news feeds work and, and stuff like that because as soon as we have VR, we basically know a hell of a lot yeah. about it because it's all you see on, on, on your Google feed. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's just all you see. Your adverts of VR, everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... What we're going to do is we're going to delve into this and we're going to start talking about a few very popular topics around the virtual reality world and what people have been disputing and sort of in the general community. Talk about the VR games we've experienced and played recently and obviously about the Oculus Quest 2 in comparison to other VR headsets. And we're also going to try a little game. We'll find out what that game is later. I don't think me and Tom even know what the game is going to be. But it's a virtual game. A virtual is it? reality game reality okay good yeah if you say so i mean i don't know what it is but i'm sure it'll come to us as we go uh otherwise i think we should what am i gonna say tom i don't know move to the next part or something mm. oh uh banjo my kazooie i mean that was almost it but the other thing i say oh you say loads of rubbish well at the end of every segment i usually i said it's a word i love begins with oh. c then i'll see you later then I'll a. see you in the next segment. <laughs> no, C R A C. A car. Crack. Crash Bandicoot. Crack on. Oh, let's crack on. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get that. Yes, let's crack on. Okay, welcome back to part two of the pod. Um, Tom, we're going to be Tom, talking. Tom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Again, please. If you noticed when I opened, it was with a lot more energy, and I didn't really feel okay. the energy I'm expecting from our return okay. back to the pod world. So okay, please sorry. try again. Yeah. Um, we're cracking on to part two of the oh, pod. I love the use of the word crack. Well done. Yeah, very good. Very you, yeah. Round of applause there. Impress very impressed. Very impressed. Yeah, what, yeah. what are we cracking on with, Tom? Uh, we're cracking on to some VR chat about how what our first experience was like, putting that headset on, mm. delving into this virtual world. What were we expecting and what did we get? Yeah, that's a good um, way of thinking about so it, yeah. I can, I, I can go first, considering yeah? I got it first. Um, yeah. Well, technically I did different vr headset okay yeah so so world. so dan obviously had a playstation vr before and I, I mean i'm willing to go back as far as my first experience with my playstation the PSVR vr that yeah, you bought because we which, bought it together actually we were together when we yeah. bought it um i spent and a you much paid more well proportionate price <laughs> it was back in the days where it was like the first virtual reality world headset and it wasn't available and it anywhere. wasn't available anywhere so there it was second hand for about double the price <laughs> we're talking about five oh, five hundred pounds i think it was yeah, yeah five hundred pounds a lot oh, a lot Jesus. of money because of my impatience and uh, and i mean at, at face value it was still more than the oculus quest though correct yeah, yeah so i think it was meant to cost it was meant to cost 350 pounds from memory hmm 
um, initially, but obviously it was sold out for so long, it was always selling for 450 and up. So that didn't so really come. Firstly, into let's just say that the Quest 2 is 300 pound RRP. Mm-hmm. I've seen it for 270 on game. Like the, the, the value is insane mm, for sure. And it's been it's been said that Facebook are losing a lot of money on it. Mm. Um, just to get yeah, it in Facebook the hands of the people. For those who don't know. And Facebook have billions upon billions of pounds to lose. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess the thinking is eventually the gains will come, but why not take a loss now? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what uh, Amazon did. Amazon was in millions and millions of pounds of debt early on, but they knew where they were going and they achieved that and now they're worth one billion trillion pounds. And it does feel um, like anyway. it's sort of a, a strategy in the sense that they're trying to get everyone to buy their consoles oh, so yeah, that yeah, they yeah, can 100%. sell things from there. There's also a little bit of talk, which we'll probably talk a little bit later in relation to Facebook being the owners and you know the fact that there has always been a, quite a reputation of data breach in the Facebook world and mm-hmm. and it's possible... Yeah, that and that's a concern that we definitely have to talk about. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring that up um, a little bit later. But first experiences, maybe we should actually start with my one then, I guess, with the PlayStation VR, right? Okay, I mean, we were both together, so we let's, both let's, together. let's discuss that together. We can discuss it together. I, I think I'm more important, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, but... Okay, I, I mean, I should probably speak here. <laughs> uh, okay, well, go on then. First experience. All right, so we roll up to CEX, we pick up PSVR, yeah. bring it home, and that's about as far as my memory goes. <laughs> oh, good, so let me take over. <laughs> yep, so go ahead. we went back to your house. It's obviously pre a long time pre-COVID, because this was a few years ago, actually, the PlayStation VR was released. Hmm. and uh, the games that we had initially got for it, if I remember correctly, was this game where you drive around in a sort of tank-like vehicle. That was one of them. And, I remember that. Yeah, and there was also... Um, there was the horror game. The horror roller coaster game, I forget the name of. Mm. That was horrible. Yeah, so... Wait, is that what they call horror? Horrible? No. Maybe. Horrible. Maybe. <laughs> horrible watching horror. Maybe. Well, not. you learn something new on every pod. It's totally a possibility. But, uh, yeah, so... I, you know, I really did enjoy it, actually. And I, I thought it was quite a spectacular experience because obviously I hadn't really experienced any sort of virtual world like that before. There, there, there was no doubting it blew us away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not on the level that it is now. But you are actually probably talking more like four years ago. Yeah, maybe four years ago. That. And this, this VR um, headset, as opposed to most other headsets and especially the Oculus Quest 2, was very, is very dependent on the PlayStation camera. You always have to be in sight of this, like a webcam, like the camera in front of me now. Mm. You always have to be in sight of that yeah. camera, which means any movement outside of that frame of lens and your VR is not working. And so the immersion that you're trying to get is always interrupted because when you try and make a movement, suddenly So even a 360 turn, right? So you turn 180 degrees. That, it could that handle 360. So it used light tracking and there, yeah, was, there was a light on, on the back. back. Yeah, yeah, there oh, was okay. lights on the back. But really the main issue is, for example, the webcam I have now, obviously I know if you're just listening to the pod, you can't see this. But if I stand up at any point, that's it. It's gone. VR is no longer able to be tracked because my head is outside of the camera lens. So you were so limited. Mm. So basically, you could only sit down. Walking around yeah. in a virtual world was not really an option. That wasn't really realistic on a PlayStation VR game. And I don't think I truly understood the power of that and what that means. And so I quickly kind of got yeah. bored of PlayStation VR. I think it was a few months, and, I, and then it just sat in the corner, and I never touched it. I mean, v- PSVR kind of succeeded with the puzzle games the ones puzzle that we didn't really have to That's move what you I sort of sat there and did nothing yeah. but there's only so but many then, of those now where we live in the era of half-life where you know you need you to be wandering like around you're, yeah you're, you're wandering around you're, you're turning all the time yeah. it's so nice to do that 
wirelessly. Mm. Um, the other but thing, actually, technically, you shouldn't be able to do that wirelessly. So, and the last thing I'll say about it, and then let's go on to your Oculus Quest Two experience, Tom, because this will this will all be parallel to what you're going to describe. Is the setting up of the VR headset on PlayStation was a mess. It was like I honestly felt like I was building my own NASA spaceship to try and get things working. It was the most complex procedure. So many cables. You have a whole extra box that then connects to the PlayStation. Like it was so excessively complicated and I just could never really get my head around why it needed to be so complicated. And obviously you have cables attached to all of you and all of this, all of this breaks away the immersion and you don't quite feel Mm. immersed in that environment because you can feel... And that is is so, so important really. Yeah, yeah. Immersion is the game with virtual reality. It's the yeah. whole thing. Like you break my immersion, I'm not in virtual reality anymore. Yeah, yeah. But the re- but, but yeah, um, and the thing is, from from that experience, I don't think I truly appreciated what a difference it would make to not have those issues. And then we go into the world of the Oculus Quest Two. So, Tom, what was your first experience? Uh, okay, a lot better than that. Um, so, set up initially was put the headset on and. Um, you're set up basically yeah. you you, you draw a little guardian around you to so the quest knows where where your wall is and tells you not to walk into it etc mm. but you get into it and they have a thing called first steps like an app very basic but that in itself was enough to make me go wow like i mean you was doing basic things like picking up a rocket which you could pull a tab from and fire the rocket out the shooting they had a moment where you got with this robot and you you had to dance Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't romantic. you don't for one it doesn't what for one minute cross your mind what the hell do i look like in real life right now you to you you are dancing away with that robot and <laughs> it, that initial first steps showed me immediately what vr was capable of and then i opened table tennis and i fell in love Oh, we'll delve into the games we played a little bit yeah. later. That's uh, for a separate topic. Uh, so my experience was um, I did the first steps thing because Tom recommended it to me. And exactly the same, really. I started dancing with this robot. And, you know, you feel like an idiot. <laughs> like you are literally just in a room by yourself dancing around with nothing. And somehow you are so immersed in what you're doing, mm. you don't feel ridiculous. You feel like you're dancing with somebody. And I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, to... There's something you don't notice in in the first steps yeah. that you don't even think about when you first get the quest is is the sound that you're receiving. Oh, like, that blew my mind. I the got... sound is incredible. You, there's nothing in your ears. No, there's nothing, nothing yeah. actually noticeable on the quest. Like yeah, yeah. on the Vive, I know they have two things that come down to your ear. Mm. This is 3D audio without even being able to see a speaker anywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's very confusing. And uh, you can hear sound coming from the speakers if it's quite loud but mm. actually like the quieter sounds you can't so there must be a combination of of small speakers but some element of like bone conduction i don't know if you've noticed that if you put it on another person it's shocking how little you can hear yeah, yeah outside yeah, yeah. of it being is, on that it headset. Is, it is quite surreal and how they do it is so surreal. so that's one bonus you can barely hear anything outside mm. the headset you can hear loads in the headset yeah. and number three you can hear your sounds in the outdoor world, which for virtuality, in my opinion, yeah. is super important because you can't see. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. your hook. You need it makes your you other feel safer being able to yeah. hear what's around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely yeah. agree with that. 
And so the, obviously the other big things I noticed, just like in parallel to PlayStation VR, was like you say, the ease of it. I turned it on and I was I was off and I was just on already going ahead of everything. Yeah. I found the yeah. the Guardian concept just great. I think that's so smart. So what did they do in PSVR for that? Because there that, no Guardian, that seems like an absolute no-brainer. You, you can't walk around because of the camera limitations. So what what was the point of putting a guardian because you're not supposed to ever get up from your seat it's not no game on playstation vr works if if it was a game that was supposed to do that you couldn't do it <laughs> you were still going to be stuck on your chair what so it was no standing really. you can stand so one times i could keep the camera really far away but even that it's always limited because when you look at a camera shot like it's it's always relatively closed off and quite limited in that way and yeah. there's nothing you can do about that that doesn't unfortunately work so that blew me away. The Guardian blew me away. Walking around, the freedom of movement, the ease of putting it on. All these things were just really... The sound The sound was freaking me out because it sounded like it was in my head. <laughs> I didn't really understand how that was going on. Yeah, no. I, I mean, that is one thing. If you do ever get one, the sound... The sound you don't even think of. I don't, I don't, I don't even... I mean, I did very little research in all honesty. Yeah. Oh, the, dog's, the dog has something to say about virtual reality as well. And he doesn't like it. I spend too much time in it. Not, okay, in, not enough really in reality for his liking. So, yeah, that's basically our, our first experiences of Oculus. And obviously then it delves into all the games that we played. So I think we can add that seg- segment for the moment and crack on to the next part. Cracking on. Welcome back to part three. How's that energy, Tom? Is it feeling good? No, it's lowering. It's slowly lowering. <laughs> the further we get, the more it lowers. The more I fatigue slowly. Uh, yeah, welcome back to part three. So we've spoken about our first experiences. It only makes sense now to talk about the games we are playing on VR and uh, what we have think of them and which ones we think are the ones you should experience first. Tom, what do you, what would you say was your, your the games that you started with, I suppose? I think I already could guess. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, but maybe in terms of like what I show people to, to, to give them the experience of VR, yeah. Beat Saber's a go-to because yeah, people yeah. can understand it. And I'm sure most of you know what Beat Saber is, but if you don't, you basically... It's Guitar Hero sort of vibe. You hit beats as they come towards you with your sabers, mm. hence Beat Saber. Yeah, yeah that's um, I mean, And you've got to hit them in a certain direction. It, it feels cool. I'm a big um, fan, and it's also a good workout. So, it, it, you know, if you're playing the hard enough difficulties... It's a good workout if you treat it as a good workout, though, because yeah. you can do it like... Yeah, you could stand and just nothing. swipe like this, but really you want to yeah. look as cool as you can and, and really gesture I, as much I energy. fully agree with you, yeah. yeah and I like to do um, that. So, in terms of games that I'm actually playing, and what's really blown me away in VR is table tennis has simply blown my mind. Mm. Eleven table tennis, that game is called. Yeah, the physics are crazy on point. Yeah, yeah. I swear to you, you could be playing table tennis, mm. and I, I, I don't say that lightly because I cannot believe what they've achieved with it. Like. Yeah, it is, is the it game is. of table tennis, and it's as simple as it that. It is very surreal, like, how real it feels. I think the only thing that it, it isn't able to do is, I suppose, give you that sensation of... Well, I mean, a ping-pong ball is so light anyway, but you don't well, really feel... Well, that is a huge plus for them. That is why the game works for me, because you don't get a massive amount of feedback in mm. table tennis, and almost the vibration of the controller when you hit the ball is about as much as you'd get in table tennis in real life. Yeah, so. Yeah. It does work in that way. You play, so you start playing the single player, and you're like, "Yeah, this is good." But you play someone online, and you're like, 
wow, mm. this is phenomenal. Like, it's, it's I'm playing surreal. someone in Denmark right now with no latency or lag. It's just crazy. And the great thing about it is is you can see the body language of the player you're playing because they've got their headset yeah. as their head and then their hands with the two controllers. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, if someone's frustrated, they're shaking their hands up in the air and you're seeing this frustration and you really, yeah. really makes you I feel actually, like you're I actually there. played someone today who, who, who put his arms up and cheered every time he got a point. Yeah. And I, I was a lot better than him. Yeah. But... I won the first game and then lost the second purely because of his mind games. They were messing with me. <laughs> and like every time he cheered, I wanted to just smack a winner down nine mm. as hard as I could to piss him off. But no, it just doesn't work like that. And, and, and on that note, actually, in general, VR is way friendlier. Not not like just in general. Like 100% it is yeah, yeah. way friendlier than any other gaming community. I think because it is a social experience yeah. really that's what it's you're become. face to face with people the, the competitiveness so, yeah. of it all i suppose isn't really as yeah poisonous as it is and you know the general but game i don't community. think it's quite got to that level yet there isn't no it's true there isn't your killer games that would bring that competitive out like pavlov is one which is the counter-strike yeah. version i don't know what the community is like on there but could be a bit more poisonous. in general yeah i i, I credit vr for its community uh, at this point we I'll did have you... we did oh, sorry go, go on. on go on uh, I was going to say uh, on the poisonous front, we did have one poisonous experience with another VR game that we played called uh, uh, Cookout. If you remember, I mean, that I wouldn't experience. call it poisonous. I call it there funny. Was, there was some passive aggressiveness going on. Basically, Cookout. I mean, they would Cookout. Oh, cook- so a woman joined the game. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. go on. I'll tell the game first. Cookout is basically if you played Overcooked, similar to that. So it's a virtual reality world, obviously, and you are cooks. You there are. It's a four-player co-op game. You can play out one player, two player, three player, whatever you want. And you're all cooking, prepping sandwiches, but you all have to do it as a team. And there's obviously orders coming up that you have to prepare the sandwiches for. It gets very complicated. It gets very uh, quick and fast paced. And it can be a bit overwhelming at times when you have so much information to process. And did, we- you, did you mention it's like Overcooked? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mentioned it's like, yeah, like Overcooked. And then uh, we wanted to play online. So me, Tom, we had this nice American guy that was very friendly. And this American lady that seemed very friendly as well. Until she- Well, I mean, her first words were, oh... This is your guys' first oh, time, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see that you can hear the disappointment in her voice. The disappointment. And there was yeah. a lot of but sighing. It, it was funny. She weren't she she was a little bit. There was a lot it, of it, like you're like, where's the ham? Where's the ham? She's like, I put it there four hours ago. <laughs> she got really passive aggressive. And like at the end, she was just sick of it. She was just like, guys, yeah. onion. I need onion in the middle. <laughs> Where is it? Like just getting so angry yeah. and frustrated with us. So there was a brief fun, experience. Though. Fun as hell. What poison. a good game. And we Very haven't fun. actually played that since, which makes no sense. We wanted to save it, remember? We were worried about yeah, what we're doing. Although not playing it at all is the opposite of saying we're not really experiencing yeah. anything when we do that. Um, so I'll just give you one more game that I would say you have to buy on VR and it's super obvious. It's Half-Life. Mm. It is, as many people have said, the, the, the example of what VR can do. Yeah. Staggeringly well made graphically incredible the movement is teleporting which again is a huge talking point in vr because you either teleport to a certain spot that you select or you walk in the game by pushing the analog stick Mm. which i think i would go ahead and say for the majority of vr gamers is going to make them sick yeah i mean without i don't get very motion sick at all 
and that makes me slightly uncomfortable moving like that. Yeah. So for people like yourself I mean, who does you, get motion you're moving sick, in you're moving in what you believe to be a real life, but your body's not moving. It's confusing your brain, yeah, and therefore sicky. Your sick, brain's like you know what your brain actually thinks. <laughs> I've been poisoned. That's what happens. Your brain yeah. believes that you've been poisoned. It's a disbelief so. between what your brain is expecting and what is actually happening in front of you. Yeah. There's a there's a disconnect there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, emotion-wise, that's obviously a very big factor. So other games for me, Beat Saber, as you mentioned, I'm a big fan of that. I play it more than Tom does, realistically. But it, it, it is a very good workout. It's a good way to expel energy. And it's so satisfying as you get better oh. at it. That is so I, j- I just quickly need to mention the boxing game. Oh, boxing, yeah, I haven't played just- that, yeah unbelievable the, the, yeah. that is level with table Which tennis boxing in terms games of obviously realness to... um it is called this is the fight i think it was the thrill of the fight the thrill of the fight yeah very cheap yeah oh less than a tenner that's yeah. another thing for vr games in general that there's probably actually i think there is two full price triple a games on vlr that mm. being medal of honor and half-life only yeah. games I've seen above 40 quid. Yeah, that can be that price. Majority of them are below 20, and, and that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Especially to get people in. Like, admittedly, a lot of them are experience-based as opposed to a full-blown game. Mm. But, like, table tennis is 13 quid. That's a game you can never... Like, it's got endless replayability. playing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, other games for me. So, I haven't played Half-Life yet. Now, that's because I've always known I will be blown away by it i have no question in my mind i know that game will just be incredible but so good that i'm worried all the other games i play after it will just be inferior because half-life is the bar of what all vr games need to become but they're not quite there yet not every gaming company either has the money you know the 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 team to be able to make games to the extent half-life was able to do so i don't want to experience it yet because i don't want to spoil the all the fun i can have with all the other games that maybe aren't quite to that level so I'm holding mm. off at the moment. But I, I mean, I have experienced it, and I wouldn't say that that yeah, it, it's incredible. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to stop you playing it. There's no, there's no multiplayer element. There's, mm. there's 15 hours of gameplay to be had, and you're done. But so this, if even you think on the multiplayer element, fine. On the multiplayer element, fine. But single player wise, like uh, Arizona Sunshine is another get zombie game that I, I played, and Tom played briefly with me, but refunded it very quickly. And it, I understand why oh, you didn't enjoy it. Shout out to Oculus refund policy. I've bought oh, about yeah, seven yeah. games. So shout out to that. Two hours. Play, play less than two hours. You can refund it, no problem. And they yeah. uh, they don't question right, no it. No questions asked. Yeah, they don't mind. Yeah. You can literally just use as an excuse motion sickness and they'll just never it's question it. It's how to do it. It's how to do it. If you want to become a, a, a game seller, yeah. make it easy. The customer's always right at the end of the day. Yeah, like... I think the reality is if a game isn't what you're expecting it to be and you can tell that within two hours, then, you you know, you shouldn't have had to just commit to this game. It's just, that's not really a fit. I don't look at a product yeah. and be like, ooh, that doesn't look, I don't know what it looks like, but let's buy it and see what happens. Like It's it, true, yeah. I bought I bought like a, a dehumidifier. Does it dehumidify the air? No. Do no. I, should I return it? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you should have that policy in place for games. And well. that is actually a law. Yeah. Um, if the product's not fit, not fit for, for purpose. purpose. However, yeah. it gets a bit debatable, doesn't it? Right what's fit for purpose that you yeah, don't but enjoy they it? can easily falsely advertise something can't you? you that to me arizona sunshine seemed not necessarily a different game but it just wasn't what i expected it was an early game it came out pretty much yeah. in the early door days yeah. i enjoyed it no it didn't blow me away but i really enjoyed it and i had some very tense moments and i've enjoyed other people playing it and watching them play it because that's quite entertaining uh, but you're right i know there's better way better out there and that's why i started with this i wanted to start with the the lowest level, should you say, so that when mm. I play the next game, it's a step up from this, which will probably be the Walking Dead game, 
which looks really which enjoyable. is which is massively well reviewed considered yeah. one of the top three games on vr so yeah yeah exactly yeah is prob- that multiplayer i don't believe so no and then following I think it that might be. i don't think so i don't remember I think seeing it that might anyway. be. <laughs> Welcome to Below Average Gamers Podcast, where we, we don't know be. the facts. I think it might. We don't know the facts. Uh, and then Half-Life will probably come shortly after that. Another one that I played under your recommendation is Horror Bar. Is that what it's called? Mm. Yeah. yeah, we were hoping to actually get the developer on the pod, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he has not replied to us. Very rude, I have to say. I'm not But an, in, uh, an incredibly underrated game that you can only actually pick up on Steam. Mm. I don't know. Shall I tell the listeners a bit about the Pro- Steam Oculus Quest? Probably worth so doing Oculus that, Oculus yeah. Quest is a standalone device. It is totally wireless. You can play multiple games on it, but only stuff that is available on the Oculus Store for the Quest specifically. Um, there's multiple games that were designed for Oculus that are only available on the PC for the Oculus Rift. Um, and then there's a ton of games on Steam that mm. were designed for Steam yeah. and the Oculus Rift. So the Valve Index, the HTC Vive, and the Oculus Rift. Wired mm. headsets that need to be plugged into your that computer. are very pricey as well. Like Valve well, Index yeah, is what, above a grand? 500, about a grand, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the price difference is so drastic phenomenal yeah. yeah and the thing that, that that really blows me away is with a 20 pound cable yeah oculus sell an official cable that costs 80 pound you don't need that mm. with a 20 pound version of it you can be playing games that people have had to pay a thousand pound yeah yeah exactly to play on steam and not just playing them let's get that straight not just playing them playing them as intended yeah with high graphics Obviously, you need a top spec gaming PC. I'm sure if you did it to the to the like pixel, you would see that the Valve produces better like lens quality. But it's so I don't, minimal. I've never tried. I don't. The Valve, I don't think. It, so I, don't, I think, don't know. I, don't I think, think the noticed. facts come with uh, field of view. This is so. I was looking into the future of the tech, and yeah. field of view is a problem because you can see our a field of view in real life is is noticeably bigger than what you're going to get with a Quest. Yeah. yeah now. The future obviously lies in getting our field of view a completely the same. Screen. So yeah, they've literally built one that is like like a, call it like a hammerhead shark. Mm. It comes out to about here, yeah, sort of curves yeah. around you, but it's supposed to be a cr- incredible. It's a very and cool that concept. is another thing that will add to the immersion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've- a lot of a lot of progress to be made in the VR world, no of doubt course. about it. But that's what excites me the most because if this is the level we're at now... What is the future, yeah. Honestly, what is the future? In five, ten years' time, I can see Ready Player One not being a real thing, mm. but uh, God, people off. are going to be lost in this world. No, they, they will be. There's no doubt about it. And I think as well, you know, you're bringing up the future of VR. I think it's probably then a good time to uh, crack on to our next segment where we have that exact topic coming up. Yep, let's crack an egg and yolk in. Okay, welcome back, part four of the pod, and we are talking future of gaming. Dan, someone asked you a question? Yes, they future did. Future of VR so, gaming. listener submitted a question. It's very exciting, guys. We're getting listener submissions, and you're not part of the mm-hmm. cool club if you don't start submitting as well. So, Absolutely. How know, do they submit? Uh, you know, there's a variety of ways. You can submit by the email, which is belowaveragegamerspodcast at gmail.com. You can get on the Instagram, which is below average, what is it? Below average gamers pod. Below Average Gamers Podcast? Like no, it's that. Below Average Gamers You'll Podcast. On the Instagram, direct message us there. Literally, Facebook as well, Below Average Gamers Podcast. We are everywhere. Find us. Submit. There's a theme. There's a Please. theme. Anyway, the, the listener submitted an interesting question. It came on my side of the pond. 
And the question was, um, he'd obviously just experienced VR. Uh, he doesn't own it, but he experienced it. And his question, this is from Joe. And he said, do you think there's a future for VR gaming? I, I can't quite see how, how that future will come to be and how people will keep playing it. And if it is re- a replayable console. So, Joe, Tom, what do you Joe, think? Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Uh, to me, the, the fact that you tried it and had that for mm. is quite worrying. Like, because I have, I had the completely opposite for. Mm. The future genuinely scared me <laughs> on, on how good it does. What's no, honestly. Come to be. Because, right, so, all right, let's begin with what's happening now in our, in our world, right? We're all in lockdown. Companies are now using VR to host virtual meetings, make people feel more involved, which is a no-brainer, in my opinion. And that will yeah. become a thing because you won't have to put this stupid headset. You'll put like some sort of glasses on, something so basic. Mm. Remember, virtual reality doesn't just mean gaming. Yeah, it, it, it means spans. so much more. Yeah. Um, so you've got that. You've got... Um, so Sony recently did it. They've become the first major company to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a launch event, so the people attended, set in the crowd virtually. Yeah, yeah. Their launch event was on a proper stage. There was a bloke walking around on the stage who was walking around on a real life stage. Everything works better mm. in the virtual world. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, that's just the way I look at and it. And also thinking uh, about uh, the sorry, thinking about the future as well. Like just with what you're saying there is. You know, from a financial point of view, investments are being made in VR. Yes, VR hasn't quite completely picked off yet, but every company knows it's going to. They're they're so confident in that concept that they are pumping money into virtual reality every year, despite the fact that a lot of them are making losses. A lot of them are at the moment. Well, we're talking about Facebook making losses. And this is a fact I learned. I saw an article the other day. A fifth... A fifth of Facebook employees now work on virtual reality. Mm, that might not sound like a lot, I but that is a, a hell of a lot for the biggest, maybe not the biggest, well, probably the biggest social media company in the world. Yeah, A fifth of their people are working on virtual reality. They are losing money to get this headset in the hands of the people. Mm. They, are not, they are not slowing down one bit. Facebook are leading this race, mm. and the way they stay in the lead is continuously updating this oculus quest that we own now come out with 75 frames per second yeah, yeah. now we're going to get an update for 120 frames a second yeah, yeah. that's just an update that's just free that's free not stuff a for new console they, they they're dealing with the problem of their their privacy issues yeah, yeah. so which make the consumers happy which is an issue because i mean i haven't looked too deep into it but the reality is this is facebook their prime principle whether or not they've had legal issues going on about it is is Mm. data they love data and they want it so that they can target you for whatever sale they want to do and probably for other third-party companies to sell your data to them Mm -hmm. and in vr i say it's not going to be able to be fully utilized yet but slowly but surely it's going to become more and more they're utilizing it to to, to this day anything you do will be you know anything you do in game is probably being recorded yeah but these are just facts and i am i'm on the side of privacy invasion doesn't massively bother me yeah because the way i look at it is if you're going to show me an advert anyway why not show me an advert that that you know, I care about. But that's not right? to say that, like, we agree with it. Obviously, you, we should have privacy. Well, I think your point, which is the same as mine, is that, you know, if you know my private stuff, that's fine, whatever. I'm not hiding anything, yeah. No, no, no but I, and, and, it's not and good, it's not good argue, that this happens. Yeah. But. 
people but, will argue that, that that's not the point. They're not hiding anything either. Yeah, yeah. Like we have a uh, Richard, our friend, is is super into the privacy stuff. Yeah, yeah never exactly. really understood why, but each I guess because it's, own, it's a right? breach of of people's rights. That's that's the issue. Behind don't use it. their stuff then. Well, you don't have to, yeah, of course, but it doesn't change the principle that they are doing this to other people, whether it be you or someone else. It's not about your personal privacy, it's about humanities. Yeah. That's uh, more or less the vibe there. Essentially, what could happen one day is that we have a controlling machine over us. So Facebook own, let's say Facebook do win this VR race. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a VR headset and there's an election or something like Mm -hmm. that. Facebook can use their data to manipulate our Which minds. Is exactly what they did um, with well, Brexit, with yeah. Donald Trump's election. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting very political. I don't know when this happened. <laughs> but well, it's 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 an issue. There's no there's no it shadow of a doubt. It's an issue. You, but it doesn't bother me enough. No, it doesn't bother us. But say. I think it's definitely good for our listeners to know that you know that's something you need to consider when you do consider this. An Oculus Quest is coming. There's a cheaper price, but that's probably because they're making up a lot of proportion of their funds probably from the way they use your data. So make sure that's and, something you're comfortable with yeah uh, i think that's it really it's a decision that you have to make and yeah. you'll see reviews for this product that range from quite literally five star yeah everyone is amazed with it and yeah. then the one star reviews are just focusing on facebook they're not talking about the product no not the product it's, it's a facebook because the product is just fantastic there's no two ways about it going back to the it's it's, it's easily the best value gaming product i've ever bought yeah, in my life yeah, by yeah, by sure. a million miles because i mean I, I said to dan this headset on my head was 150 quid mm. that's half the price of the, yeah, yeah. this what All we that just does got, is make sound baffles me yeah, 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 yeah. and that and, and the quest makes sound better yeah exactly it's surreal going back to yeah future of vr as well i think another thing which we haven't spoken about too much yet is I mean, we mentioned briefly about the social side of vr but what we haven't said is what that actually means in the VR world because not everything is necessarily about a game as much as it is about socializing. For example, uh, mm. me and Tom, you know, in England, you can't interact. You can't meet up in person at the moment because of lockdown. And we found our own way to socialize in person virtually, which was to go into a cinema, sit next to each other in our seats, have our popcorn. God, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah, have I? our popcorn. It's called Big big Screen Beta. Big Screen. And it basically is, the idea is a shared it's living room. It's not called Big Screen Beta. It's just called Big Screen. It's just in, in beta. beta. Yeah, Big Screen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, we would sit, we would we'd enjoy, we were watching uh, Your Honor, a great new series with Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad in it. Definitely should watch. Uh, you know, it's surreal. We could high five and it would actually make a sound when we'd high five each other. If he wanted to pass me the popcorn, he could and I could take the popcorn from him. No, uh, no. All of it was just a really surreal and enjoyable social experience. You can talk about the program you're watching and it just feels better than like, you know, pressing play at the same time and watching it on two di- from two different places, if you know what it I mean. Is, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I, 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 okay, yeah, it might not be on cinema level, but I haven't been to the cinema in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah The exactly. Quest supports up to... 8K, hang on, sorry. No, that's all right. We've got dog problems. And I, I'm just talking about the uh, the the other limitation, I suppose, for the cinema experience is the truth is it, it is a little uncomfortable, the headset, when you're wearing it for a large proportion of time stead, mm-hmm. sat still. If you're moving in a game, I think the way it alleviates pressure on your face, that doesn't become an issue. But sitting still watching a long TV program film, that was more noticeable. Um, all easily solved as I have solved. Yeah, yeah um, that's true easily fairly expensively the elite strap is 50 pound and i bought a cover for the for the face 
Yeah, exactly. So another thing About that quid, another so genius design by them is this exact feature that there is uh, there's access to third. Are they call, do they call it third party? Third party companies well, I mean, making the, the things. Strap isn't even third party. But no, but like yes. you can have third party companies there are making some third party attachable products yeah. that make it more comfortable. I think that's really smart. Uh, so there's obviously a very big social scope for this in a in a commercial way in the sense that businesses can meet in person as we said yeah. like we were talking about earlier in a social way you told me you were at a karaoke bar weren't you at one point virtually oh, that was just hilarious yeah uh, I mean I joined thinking it would be a joke but no there was there was 20 people singing along to Elvis Presley yeah it sounded terrible because you're over the internet and yeah. everyone else is in a different time yeah so you're hearing like Seven people out of time seeing Elvis Presley. But I love the um, idea. On the of note it. of businesses, though, mm. another use of VR which I've seen is okay. So everyone's working from home. Not everyone has seventeen screens like they do in the office. Mm. Whereas in virtual reality, you can actually set up multiple screens for a Windows PC and work in virtual reality. Yeah. yeah. No, that is not a comfortable way to work for nine hours. Mm. Not in my opinion. I, I, I mean, I've even seen an article about someone doing this specifically because yeah, yeah. they wanted to escape their world at home was a kid running around, constant noise. He said he put his headphones on, put VR on, and he was like it was being back in the office. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that's feasible for a, for a full work day right now. But mm. again, what, you, what Joe, I think, is forgetting is... This technology right now is the beginning. Yeah, like, yeah, we've only just started. That's the truth. The and that's, virtual that's why reality, there is a future, right? Yeah. Because we've only just started. So yeah, it's too too soon to be saying there's no future. We've only just begun the, I, the I foundation. I do genuinely worry about the future of Xbox, PS4. Yes, Sony are are doing their virtual reality headset. Mm. They are quite a long way behind though. Well, they have but just announced they a, a sequel to their PlayStation VR, which a I'm assuming is going to fix cabled. all their issues. Oh, is it still cabled? Yeah, that's one cable is what they said. One cable. I mean, that's not that's still an issue. I think it's you, you can't uh, speak for the freedom of not having a cable. The difference between wireless and cable. When you feel that cable rubbing on your back, you you just lose all immersion. You need yeah. it to be wireless. It's also to 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 introduce people to VR. Uh, come come up to my room. Let me plug you into my PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got this much space to play with. Whereas now I can I can literally take it over the park and show yeah, people. Yeah, it's just so casual. Exactly, it makes a big difference. I think yeah, I think the future is bright. I don't know if I agree with you in the sense that it's going to outcompete the worlds of consoles. I don't know if it will reach that element because I I I think I hope in ten years time we're still doing this podcast. And but remember, I can go back to this moment and prove you wrong. The difference is, remember, virtual reality is is quite exhausting most of the time because it's it's a physical activity. You obviously you know you're a lot more immersed in what you do, but sometimes people want to play games just to wind down. But what's and- stopping someone stick the headset on with a controller in their hand? And playing it on a a, a a 120 inch screen as opposed to yeah, but I, that doesn't appeal to me as much. I feel like especially in this world where you know gaming world is all about how many frames. But per I'm second saying can I get, it doesn't how appeal good is my to you as much right now because that would be a hassle. The te- in five years time when you're sliding on a pair of glasses, okay, maybe not five oh, years, maybe more like years. ten years, <laughs> but. But it will one be year there, time I promise when you. you plug a microchip into the back of your neck and you're in a virtual in, in, in 50 years' time, that will be the case. 
I'm 100% of it. Well, I'm curious to see it. Hopefully, we're still doing this pod in 50 years' time. And we can, Listen, we can I'm invested in Facebook, put it that way, because they're winning this race and they're not going to stop. The VR world is, is Facebook to win right now. They they have done the exact thing they need to do. You know, some of these big companies in all products like Apple and all this stuff, the way they dominated their field is they pioneered the field and they took a large proportion of people and then that culture grew with those people. But not only pioneered, yeah, Apple did it first. Yeah. They continued to do to it do to it. a yeah, great yeah, yeah. standard and I think for a long time. Oculus yeah, th- is that. that standard is very much being beaten by other products now. Yeah, but yeah. the fact is, too many people have Apple uh, and are in the Apple community or uh, ecosystem, as yeah. you would, to get out of it. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what's looking like will happen in the VR world. Yeah, and I think Oculus, you know, Facebook bought Oculus. It wasn't initially owned by Facebook, but Oculus is that sort of VR headset because it's a commercially viable, cost-effective mm. headset that is so easy and the future is so bright. A limitation to it, you know, we can't always complement everything. Like I said earlier, was the comfort. There is obviously a battery issue with wireless. You have about two and a half hours of gameplay. Yeah. That limits you a little bit. Which is, as we said, in general, usually enough. You're not, yeah, you're going to struggle to get two and a half hours of full-blown gameplay. As I said. Purely because it is tiring. It's tiring, It's yeah. straining on your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is a long way to go for this tech. No yeah, yeah, but the point That's is... That's the summary. There is a future because it's got. there is a long way to go. The word, the, the phrase, there is a long way to yeah. go, is exactly why there is a future. We've got a lot more that we can accomplish with VR, and it's going to be accomplished. And it's very and it's, exciting it's, and scary, like you said, to see where that goes. A, an insane rate. Moving at an insane rate. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Joe, to summarise, your question was just not good enough. <laughs> sort it out. Uh, and buy yourself an Oculus Quest 2 because you might oh, as well get dude. in there early. Join us in the cinema. Join We're us. on episode 8 of your honour, so you're going to yeah, have to catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But... Catch up and then you can join us. Yeah, we'll have a great time. We'll hit the karaoke bar maybe on occasion. I think there's some yeah, stand-up we'll comedy drink. nights we'll you drink. can go and watch as well. They do that. Can even play some chess. Play a bit you know, of whatever chess. Whatever you want, Joe. Whatever yeah. you want. Whatever you want, Joe. We will sort you out and we look forward to playing with you in the virtual reality world, both now mm-hmm. and in the future. Does Joe listen to the pod, then? Uh, he listens to it in and out, I guess. Uh, who knows? <laughs> in and out. Here's hoping. Does anyone actually listen? <laughs> anyone? Anyone out there? Anyone? <laughs> All right, welcome back to part five of Below Average Gamers podcast. Uh, we have come to the end because time has run out so rapidly. Uh, but, you know, we've had a lot to say. We've actually had a very... Um, talking based episode not usual mm, for no us games. no games we haven't had our typical structure that's because we just had a lot to say about vr and we we're really just trying to get you our listeners to join us in this virtual world so we hopefully have sold you on it i'm hoping you join I, us I, yeah I, genuinely this is if you're into gaming it's just it's just a no-brainer yeah, yeah. for 300 quid okay yeah that, that that might be more to some people but that to me is oh. no-brainer money. <laughs> Some part must be nice over here. Lots of money. <laughs> That's not what Some I'm saying. People. I'm saying that I work. Some I work a job, and three hundred quid should be obtainable <laughs> for most people, as long as you have a job. Oh, I'm just um, saying, must be nice in your ivory tower up there, well, looking down nice, on the I common man. The Valve Index. <laughs> It's not that nice. I bought the cheapest one available. Oh, well, you're in the ivory tower. You might not be living up in the skies, but you're still high up there, I guess, in the, that luxury of a life. <laughs> uh, I might be in the ivory tower in VR. That's true. not in RR. That's true. No, RL. IRL. IRL. IRL, in real life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, hopefully you will all join us very, very quickly. 
Um, and other than that, you know, we're glad to be back finally. I'm cured. Mm-hmm. We're back in action. So you should be able to see us every week. Please, as we always say, join us on Instagram. Follow us. We're going to update videos from the pod constantly so you can see us in action and the things we get up to. Uh, and obviously email us with any topics you want us to discuss, any ideas you had, or any comments you have on the episode that you might want us to discuss further on. And if you're willing for us to contact you as well, give us a means to do that, and we'll bring you on the show for a variety of challenges as time we goes We will on. be trying to get a guest on the show sooner rather than later. Yeah, Who that sure. will be is uh, unknown, but... Yeah, could be you. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Could be you. <laughs> could be Could you. be any one of you. Do not worry as well, for those who've listened to previous episodes who are wondering about what's going on with our Game On challenge that we had against Tom. That is still going ahead. We're just dealing with some logistical issues with time differences mm. in Canada. But the challenge Logistics for those who haven't listened to episodes before, though you should do, is going to be about Tom versus uh spencer who's from canada in a game related to playing nhl ice hockey which uh spencer claims he is especially good at v tom who is going to be preparing a typically made meal for ice hockey games and we're going to see who can do which bit faster we'll explain the rules in more detail when that time comes otherwise um oh i haven't done a riddle and i also haven't written a riddle (laughs) should we just not Uh do a riddle this week paradiddle diddle riddle um can i think of a riddle oh a riddle on the spot that'd be very impressive yeah good luck you haven't made a riddle yet as well what is virtual but is not yeah then no okay that's all i got all right guys so the riddle is what is virtual but then then it's not please submit your guesses submit your guesses there should be a lot of correct answers you'd hope so uh submit your answers and maybe maybe you'll get it right I don't know. Those thoughts are against you. What uh, is virtual, but is not? Oh. It's all about the delivery, though. See, I made it rhyme somehow. What a brain teaser! All right. Well, anyway, look forward to seeing you next week. From me, I say goodbye and Tom. Um, crack on. Crack goodbye. on. Crack on. See you next week. <laughs>